Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Today marks my 100th episode of Hacking Your ADHD, and I've been thinking about how to celebrate this milestone for a while now. And along with this milestone, I've also been thinking about what it means to be successful with ADHD. In my initial ponderings, I thought that this would be a fairly easy question to ask. But I also found that I was failing to come up with any easy answers. So I thought that I'd reach out to my fellow podcasters in the Rewired Podcast Network and see what they thought. And then it occurred to me, well, I run a podcast and I should leverage that format. But with my initial thoughts, it was that this was just going to be one episode where I spliced all those interviews together. But I enjoyed my conversation with my fellow hosts so much that I decided that giving each person just a few minutes wasn't going to work. So now this has developed into a series that I'll be releasing over the next few months, which means that we'll be starting off the series by celebrating 100 episodes of Hacking Your ADHD with a conversation with Eric Tivers of ADHD Rewired. If you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash ADHD success. All right, keep on listening to find out what it means to be successful with ADHD. So uh, my idea here was hitting 100 episodes. That's very cool, but also one of those things that feels very inevitable, you know, like once you start get going and you're like, oh, yeah, of course I hit this. Yeah, it's a lot of what ADHD people do is they go, I wasn't successful. I just this is just what happened. And so I was thinking, it'd be great to talk about what success with ADHD looks like. Mm. When I say success with ADHD, what comes to mind first? I think the first thing that I think about is uh, being able to bend the world to you. Doing things that feel are working with your brain instead of against it and trying to squeeze yourself into a, a something that doesn't really fit. And having some of the outcomes that you're shooting for and actually hitting them or at least hitting close to them and being happy with those. And um, yeah, can you say a little bit more about bending the world to you? Like what, what's that? What do you envision there? You know, I think it's things like, uh, like, like my schedule, right? Like creating a schedule where most days I don't have to be into the office until noon. Like my early days, 11. Cause like I, like, while I've gotten a lot better in my mornings, you know, because a kid will do that. Um, it's still not the best time of day. Like I, I, I would love to have, say I can get at the office and have a workout in and be at my office already at nine o'clock. Like that's not me. So it's like I get a, I can get a really good workout in every day. Right. And come to the office, put in my hours. And, you know, as a business owner, there's always, always, always going to be more to do. Right. So I can't think, oh, I'm going to go and do the work until it's done. Right. And I think it's like when you can actually see your own growth and that you know that there's still room to grow and you're still tackling those, the challenges that, that you're experiencing because you believe that you actually can grow and, and improve in the areas that, where you might be struggling. So yeah, I think those are some of the things that I think about, you know, success. I mean, it's a culture, at least in, in the U.S. I think there's that like, you know, it's all like the money and the things. And it's like, well, I don't I don't look at that as as like I'm not successful unless I have the money and, and you know, and the house and all the nice. Like 
But making a nice living certainly feels part of that. You know, it's like, I'm not going to say it's that's not part of what I, how I feel is success. My business has continued to grow like this past year. I've had, you know, financially the best year the business has had. Like, that's awesome, right? Like, to me, that's really exciting. Money is one measure, right? But it's not like, I think that if I were thinking that it was the only measure, I would be a pretty unhappy, miserable person. And I think that people who think that that is get the money, get the, all of the, the financial security, and that's all you need. It's like, no, it's great when that happens if you're also being fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, it's that complication of like, money isn't everything, but when you don't have money, it kind of feels like it. Right, right. Absolutely. Because, you know, it, when it comes to like financially, when I think about like, what is success? It's having the ability to make choices and not being restricted because of finances. Yeah. I saw one person that their like version of financial success was able to not look at prices when they go to the grocery store. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I, I have a cleaning lady every other week now and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. So I just got a new cleaning lady who's like way better than the person I had. And just like, I mean, she costs the exact same and she literally does twice as much as this other person did in like half the time. I don't know what she does in my house, but it's a miracle. I come home, my sheets are changed. My laundry's done. Like the stuff is clean. I'm just like, oh my God, this is such a great accommodation. I'm so grateful that I can afford this. I do it every week because I, my mental, I'm like, my mental health feels better. Like when I come into this really clean home, laundry's done, which is my least favorite thing to do. Uh, yeah. So it's, to me, that's a, that's a nice measure of success. Awesome. We're trying to figure out a succinct way to put that. But yeah, I mean, well, you had your beginning bending the world to you where you just are allowed to have your accommodations so that you can do what you want to do and you don't have to bend to the world quite as much. I think also the, the idea of having everything you need and be able to have some of the things you really want. To me, that's life is good if you, if you can say that. Yeah, because it's more than just the necessities. One of the things that always comes up for me when I'm like doing podcast stuff is I'm like, this is how to be productive, but we want, that's not the goal, right? That's important, but don't make that the only thing. Right. Like it's great. You're super productive and you're miserable. Well, let's shift goals here. Cause let's focus on you being miserable versus productive. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I've been looking at recently is like, okay, a lot of goal setting is, you know, how to make the next level, you know, get bigger and bigger. But I'm like, what if I shifted that? How could I make the next level be more sustainable? Mm. or this current level more sustainable how can i do less and have similar results no that's that's great you know and and where i'm at with uh with adhd rewired and just the, the whole business entity um you know we've been we've been growing and the skills that are required to uh continue that growth and sustain it in a healthy way where like you know all the people in the organization feel taken care of and communication is is well and we have good systems and, and protocols in place right? all of those things is a very different skill set than building something from nothing right because i especially with like the coaching groups i was so used to just like i'm laying down the track because the train is coming and that is totally fine when there aren't other coaches following your lead to see what you're doing and waiting for that sort of like all right we're doing it this way and if I'm just kind of improvising, which I mean, I'm good at doing that. That's a, that's a strength of mine because with that near urgency of something, my brain just kind of, it just organizes itself and it, it works. But when you have a lot of people on the train riding with you, that doesn't work. And so it's, it's, that is, uh, forcing me to really, uh, learn some new skills and, uh, 
it's interesting too that to think about sometimes success is also like acknowledging that, ooh, I don't know if do I have the capacity to do something? And if not me, okay, then instead of uh, thinking about it from a how do I do this? It's who can do this? Yeah. Can I hire someone to do it? Maybe I don't even have to do it because there's a lot we put on our plates that we don't have to do. And I think, yeah, you get that success of I'm understanding my brain and doing what I need to do. I'm not doing what other people need me to do. I sort of thinking about this idea of like success being sort of having the audacity to have a, a goal or a vision that you have no clue how you're going to achieve and seeing progress towards that goal. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. And thank you for sticking with me through 100 episodes. This show is a labor of love, and I appreciate everyone who's willing to spend the time and listen in every week. So again, thank you. And I really hope that you're getting something out of this podcast. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can leave me a message over at hackingyouradhd.com slash contact. You can also reach me on Twitter at hackingyouradhd. And I've also just launched a TikTok channel that you can find by searching for Hacking Your ADHD. If you'd like links or to read this episode's transcript, you can find those on the show notes page at hackingyouradhd.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best way is to share episodes with someone you think would get something out of it. Just click the share button on your podcast player and send your bestie the link with something like, hey, I love this episode of Hacking Your ADHD. I'd bet you'd get a lot out of it too. Or you can support the show through my Patreon at hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. Sign up for the 2 5 10 25 or even $50 a month level and get some great perks like monthly bonus content or early access to upcoming episodes. That's hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. And be sure to check out all the other podcasts on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. For interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts, check out Eric Tiver's show, ADHD Rewired. For those of you with kids, be sure to check out Brendan Mahan's show, ADHD Essentials. And even if you don't have kids, his show is still a great resource for ADHD management. If you're interested in exploring issues of race and diversity in ADHD, be sure to check out ADHD Diversified with MJ. For those of you late-diagnosed women, moms, and professionals, you can also check out the ADHD-friendly lifestyle with Moira Maven. I also do a live Q&A with all the hosts of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network on the second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to sign up, just go to ADHDrewired.com slash events. And now for your moment of dad. Hey, you should know there are hot dads in your area and they want to know who touched their thermostat. Thermostat.